It's Seven Figures. I'm Sandy Waters. If you're listening for the first time, thank you. Welcome to the show. We give you all the information that you need to dominate your finances. Walk away with financial nuggets that will hopefully help clear the path to your fiscal goals. Thank you to our good friends at Family First Credit Union for sponsoring the podcast and believing so much in financial education. Family First Credit Union, from personal banking to business services and home loans, their number one priority is finding a solution that works for you locally. Okay, it's 2018. Let's make this the year. The year that we get out of debt, the year that we save more, the year that we spend smarter, whatever your New Year's resolution is. Maybe it's working out or being healthier. How do you start? That's always the hardest part, right? Obviously, we need to make changes. Humans are creatures of habit. So how do we push ourselves out of our comfort zone and create new habits, new healthy habits? I found the perfect guest to help us out today. We cash in with Alex Ness, owner of the Title Boxing Club, just opened in Pittsburgh on Monroe Avenue, right across from Pittsburgh Plaza. Thanks for helping us out. Get us motivated. Thank you so much for having me. Owning a fitness club, you are the ultimate motivator. But this is brand spanking new for you. <laughs> At all. In fact, I did the opposite for many years, somewhat of the opposite. I made video games. So I I contributed to sedentary behavior and not necessarily exercising or being healthy. And not that video games are bad, but they're not the they aren't the most healthy thing to do, especially if you play them way too much, like a lot of people do, including me. See now that I would think is a dream job for so many people. You are the one who creates these video games. Yeah, I got I got so lucky. I got to do a lot of different things. I was a I started off just playing them as a tester. I I got to be a producer, a project manager, designer, writer, voice actor, uh, you name it. I would I would do it. And I again super lucky to have the opportunity. And in so many ways, it was a dream job. I did it for over twenty years and thought I was going to do nothing else. But making games is is tough. Uh, it, it really can be tough. There's a lot of deadlines. There's a lot of pressure. You're usually behind schedule with technology. You're kind of reinventing the wheel every time. Mm -hmm. And I would spend many hours sitting at a desk over hunched over a computer, not eating particularly well. And when I was in my 20s and working with all my friends, that was awesome. When I got to be in my 30s and started to have a family and started to get heavier and heavier, it was it was not so great. And I think just the, the overall stress and atmosphere was starting to bring me down. I needed motivation and uh I just felt like I was I was stuck in a rut. I think a lot of people get to a point in either a their career or even in their finances. When you are buried in debt, you have those same emotions. How did you climb out of that rut? Well, the first thing I did was was try to improve my own health because I I had let it slip. And like a lot of people, you just it happens so slowly. You don't even see it until one day you, you look at a picture of yourself and they're like, oh, my God, that's that's me. Because you still and you still see yourself as the old twenty year old, you know, yeah. the, the original, well, yeah, right. the young twenty year old. But uh, so I started to change my own life and my own eating habits, and I got really into exercise, boxing and kickboxing being the thing that I most fell in love with. Was that it though? Just a, seeing yourself, like a, a picture of yourself, and was that your aha moment of I got to do something? There were a few of those, and the first few I tried to just kind of dismiss or say, oh, maybe I'll go jogging tomorrow. Yeah. And then I would let that go. Making um, excuses like we all do. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or you just, you start to think about doing something and maybe you do something for a few days and then it kind of goes away and you get consumed with other things. But I, uh, yeah, I think there was, there was one point where too, I went to a doctor and then he told me I was overweight and I'm like, 
overweight. Like, and I just, I, I couldn't run from it anymore. And when I kind of got my own self in order, mm-hmm. uh, some of my coworkers who were in the exact same boat as me asked me how I did it. And I shared just what bit of information that had, had been useful to me. And some of them really took to it. And I found that incredibly rewarding, like maybe more so than, than making games at that point. So I decided to just on my own study and learn. I became a certified personal trainer and group fitness instructor and I was starting to notice as well that even some people who played our games, we made kids games and the kids would come out to visit and, and it was great. It was great meeting our fans. I was actually one of the best parts of my mm-hmm. whole career. Um, but sometimes the parents would tell me that they want to play my game Skylanders all day long and won't go to soccer practice and don't want to go to karate or don't want to do whatever other activities that, you know, maybe they should be doing because they just want to play the game. And I thought, I'm, so I'm, you know, this, this affected my own health growing up playing games and now it's affecting other people's. I want to do something that's, that's good for the world. I want to do something that, that helps promote health and it's, it's more important than ever. And we're, you know, there's more and more studies about um, people becoming more overweight. There's more and more health trends out there. Yeah. I just wanted to get on kind of the good side of things karmically and something that I was really passionate about personally. I had a blast doing it. Don't get me wrong. It just, it had reached a point where I was, no longer feeling good and needed a change and needed to do something desperately. And, you know, I was 40 years old and that's, that's kind of tricky. What do you do? And at, I've been doing this since I was 17 and I didn't really have a good fallback. All I knew was making video games. And so wait, at 40 is when you made this life changing. Yes. Decision. Yeah. You know what? Something about that age 40, you look at life totally different. It's weird, isn't it? It is pretty weird. Shortly thereafter, my, my 40th birthday, I realized I've got to do something different and I've got to figure out what that's going to be and, you know, feel good that about my kids growing up in that environment. Because that was another thing, too, is that I with my kids, I didn't want them you know, see me come home late, being stressed out all the time, being angry about things that happened at work. You know, it was nothing personal against people I worked with. But when you're making video games, you do a lot of arguing, too. There's a lot of like. Everyone's got ideas. A lot of people have different ideas. Yeah. We're all trying to come to a consensus. That's not always easy. And I just thought, I'm just creating a negative environment around me just based on the way I'm feeling. And so it's not really fair to anybody to to keep doing that. And I, I had to find something that was going to be positive for me and others and my own family. Yeah, see, that's huge. That's a huge leap of faith. How do you overcome the insecurities of failing that I'm sure you felt, right? It would be, I think, hard for me to take that big of a leap because I would overanalyze it. There are too many possible negative what ifs. Yeah, it's a it's a fine line because you you want to think about things. You want to analyze things. You want to make sure you're making a good decision. But I believe from at least my experiences, there's a point where you just have to kind of close your eyes and say, I'm doing this. I'm going full speed ahead because if I don't, it's definitely going to fail. You know, if I'm not a hundred percent behind this, if I don't push myself, if I don't, you know, say that this is going to work, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work. Then it might not. Gosh, I don't know if there's statistics to back this up or not, but people who routinely work out are more motivated to be pushed out of their comfort zone, which then lands them in more successful situations. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't speak to the statistics there, but I know just from, my own personal experience and other people that I know that it does, it does change you. It changes you mentally and spiritually. And you do feel like 
as you start to grow, if you if depending on whatever you're doing, as you get stronger, faster, you know, better cardio, you start to feel more capable and powerful. And and that bleeds into everything you do. All right. So now let's do this. Now let's keep us motivated, because in 2018, I'm sure a lot of us, the majority of us have made the statement, this is going to be the year that I do something, that I get healthy. How do we stay motivated? <laughs> because I, God, I make excuse after excuse after excuse. I know I should do it. Well, every single person does that on some level. It is completely normal. And I when think you are so tired. You're oh, exhausted. Yeah. yeah. You have a million things going on. You don't feel 100% just because, I don't know, you're tired or stressed or something. How do you really motivate yourself and push yourself to get to the gym or get whatever? Yeah. There, I mean, it, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of sell it to yourself. You can say, fine, I'm not feeling my best. I'm distracted. I'm going to have a bad day at the gym, but I'm going to do it just because I want to stay on track, you know, and oftentimes you end up having a great day, even when you feel like that. Uh, you can say, too bad that, you know, I, I have to do this. This is something I'm not, this is not something I'm trying to find time for. If I find time for it, I'm never going to find it. This is something uh, I've carved out and, it's, time and it's done and I can't change it. Everything else can move around because, and people might say, well, it's, it's so easy to move that around. Other life things seem so much more important, but really what is more important than your own health and well-being? Your body is the only one you get. You're never going to get another one and there's no secret magic pill or shortcut that they're ever going to develop that can just suddenly fix everything people want to fix or, or make them feel the way they want to feel. So it's it's got to be done with, with hard work, but it can be fun too. I mean, I, I would say the best workout is the one you'll do uh, at first, you know, because you want something that you enjoy, not something that just feels like drudgery and you're, you're dreading it all day because then you will find ways to, to not go. Uh, so, I mean, that's another reason I love boxing. Kickboxing is that it actually is fun and, and sometimes it doesn't even feel like work until you're about halfway in and realize you're working harder than ever. But, you know, if that's not your thing, finding something that you like doing, that you look forward to doing. And then, you know, is that going to get you the results that you want? That's something you have to look at after a little bit while after a little while. But getting into some good positive habits will certainly help. And then I think when life happens and it will happen and you can't come in to the gym one day or do what you were planning to do, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel like you failed. Don't feel like, ah, oh, this is it. This is the end. I'm never going to be what I once was. I'm, you know, falling apart. Who knows? There's so much negative thinking that can just spiral uh, once you get into that, that mindset and just accept it that, yep, life happens. You fall off. There are setbacks. I'm going to go do it again. I will be back to where I was. I'll be even better. And you'll be surprised how fast you can get there and, and how fast you'll forget all those setbacks. If you're, if you're trying and you're staying positive and you're doing what you think are the right things to, to get where you want to go, to get you know, where you in career or, or anything, then you've got to feel good about that. You've got to feel like you're doing your best to get it, make it happen. Are you more positive of a person now? Is it easier for you to stay in that positive world now because you're working out, because you're you know, living the healthy lifestyle? Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I've uh, there's been a huge sea change since uh, I stopped making games and started taking just my own health a lot more seriously and positivity for sure. And you know, sometimes too, I might even go into a workout feeling not so positive, and I come out feeling like Le it's going to be okay. And I mean, there's yeah. there are 
chemical reasons why this even happens, you know, with, with, with our brains and exercise. So yeah, it's, it has definitely changed my outlook entirely. All right, let's get a little personal now, if you don't mind. I do not mind. Because I think it's so important to learn from each other when it comes to finances. How do other people do it? First, when you were growing up in your household, did your parents talk openly about finances, money? Did they Were they constantly teaching you lessons about it, or was it hush-hush? Uh, no lessons. I was raised by a single mom, and she worked a lot of jobs. We didn't have a lot of money. She was pretty forthcoming with that, that, hey, we don't have a lot of money. Uh, and we lived in places that kind of reflected that. Um, but she didn't talk, get into really specifics about, like, am I taking this job because it's more money? Do I want to move us to somewhere that's a little bit nicer? Uh, so, yeah. And then my dad never really talked about it. I also, I mean, this is maybe more personal than you want to know, but I left home when I was about uh, almost 16 and I lived on the streets for a while, to be did perfectly really? honest. Yeah, yeah, I did. So uh, work became uh, survival and, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. So I, I feel like I got a lot of that just from, wow. like, if I don't do this, I will go back home or there foster home no- or something I don't want even more than, you know. To go to work. Failure is not a not even an it option. It was not an you. option. No, no. I was pretty determined, and I was pretty headstrong teenager, as as many many of them but are. But some of that is good for all of us to have. Failure, even in finances, is not an option for you. You can succeed. You can climb out of whatever hole of a debt you're in right now. And I think, yeah, not not looking at it as if like if you're buried in a bunch of debt or you are uh, overweight and you think you're trying to imagine being out of debt or suddenly being in the shape you want to be and thinking like that, that feels like a, a long climb, a long mountain. And sometimes that is discouraging, but mm-hmm. you can't, you think of it, you know, I mean, it's as cheesy as it is, but the one day at a time thing is, is for real. Like, can you do better today than you did yesterday? Can, if, if you're trying to lose weight, can you, you know, stay on track for diet and exercise just that day? Don't worry about how the long term. how am I going to lose a hundred more pounds? It's just day to day. And, and with debt, too, am I taking steps? Oh, they could be the babyest steps of them all. But as long as you're taking steps, you'll get there. But don't, you know, don't keep looking up at the top of that mountain and going, oh, boy, that is, that is steep. I'm never going to make it because that, that just demotivates. I don't think that helps anybody. Alex Ness, the owner of Title Boxing Club in Pittsburgh on Monroe Avenue, right across from Pittsburgh Plaza by the Vitamin Shop. The Title Boxing Club now open. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining the podcast this week. Thank you so much for having me. Now it's time, like we do every week, to bring in my dad. Now, if you are new to the podcast, to the Seven Figures podcast, my dad has been the biggest influence in my life. I would not be where I am today financially if it wasn't for my father. Ever since I was a kid, he was always teaching us lessons when it comes to uh, money, spending, saving. Even to this day, I go to him frequently for advice and to absorb as much information as I can from him. And he always has these wise words, financial nuggets of wisdom. So we leave you with Father Knows Best, my dad's two cents. Have a great weekend. Dominate your finances. Most people don't save enough for retirement. That's a well-known fact. Small adjustments in your spending now can free up enough money to make a difference. 
Spend money on things that are really important to you. Cut back on everything else. As an example, if a 40-year-old can free up, let's say, $60 a week and invest it in a well-balanced stock fund, that person can have an additional $200,000 in retirement. So go ahead, save a little bit more each week.